1: Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Oh, fucking K. Welcome to FMLFPL, I'm Alon. This This is... Abnormal, new territory. We're doing something we've never done before here at FMLPL. Personal requests came in, so the people want to hear us talk about the basics of FPL, how to play, how to do well, how to have fun, what is FPL, etc. Here we are.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, if you want to get a friend into the game or whatever, then listen to this, or you can reference this to other people. But if you are a regular listener, I recommend shutting this off right
1: now. You will not
0: get anything from
1: this pod. Yep.
0: Easiest delete of your life. Yeah.
1: Just don't listen to it. Yep. Huge waste of time. But you know what? For those other people, buckle up, baby. Here we go. (laughs) <laughs> this is so weird it feels so weird uh
0: as an informational psa like with our spin on it
1: yeah exactly that's what it is all
0: right so get where are we fucking start start talking about
1: something I so i think that if i were new or playing a new fantasy game the first thing that i want would want to know is how do i score points slash how do i win how do i like do you, what's you my objective? Eggplant emojis. Yeah, exactly. I need eggplants everywhere, flame emojis, everything. I want to be excited. So I think we just start with scoring points and how points are scored.
0: All right, so you have four positions. Goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, and forward. Uh, goalkeeper, you can only start one, so you pick one in the game, and you get points for a clean sheet, and you get four points for that.
1: What's a clean sheet?
0: I mean, if you don't know what a clean sheet is, then like, can't. we're not going that deep. You get... What?
1: No, I <laughs> what, just love bad? the idea of, like, get the fuck out of my face if you don't know <laughs> what a clean like, sheet is. like, what's like we're,
0: like, some, like, I'm not going to explain that.
1: <laughs> no, assist is like a universal thing, though. Like, imagine an American listening to this and, like, oh, well, if it gets a clean sheet, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about is a clean sheet? Oh, my
0: God. All right, it's a shutout along Okay, thank know. you. If, Zero if you allow a goal. Um, and Then, if you so, you get four points for that, and for every three saves, you get one point. So that's pretty much right. it. And and every player gets one point for playing sixty minutes in a game, and under sixty minutes, and two points if they play sixty or more minutes. So that's that. And
1: the majority every- of the players in your team are starters, so they should all basically be hitting that baseline of two minutes. Every yeah. game. like It's it's rare over the course of the season to not hit that.
0: Yeah. Um, defenders get also same number of points for the clean sheet. It's four. Um, they also get three points for an assist, and they get six points for a goal. So that's the highest point total for a goal. Midfielders get five points for a goal, which is one less than the defenders. Same three for assists, and they also get one point if the team keeps a clean sheet. And forwards... Get four points for the goal and three points for an assist, and nothing else.
1: Right. And the reason it's scaled that way, I guess, is because forwards and midfielders score way more goals and 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 rack up way more assists than defenders and obviously goalkeepers. So they try and balance the game. Yeah. <laughs> if so it,
0: there, if your player gets a yellow card, you get minus one point. If your player gets a red card, they get minus. Three, actually, I don't even know. Is it two or three? It's three. Yeah, three minus three, and then they're banned for either one or three games. You know, it depends if it's violent conduct, so that's a bad
1: thing to get. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know. want psychopaths you don't in want your that. team
0: and there's also something called the bonus point system which is just a very convoluted and complicated way for them to add a few extra points to players who they perceive in this like make believe statistical model as being <laughs> having a good impact on the game it's pretty arbitrary but you get awarded you know 3 between 3 and 1 point to individual players based on more complex statistical metrics like dribbles, take ons, crosses, uh, it's like clearances, blocks, interceptions, uh, a lot of different things. But yeah, like basically for, for a new
1: player, it's not something, it's not something that you to focus worry about. on at all, right? Because yeah. the the better no, players you have who are doing the good things like keeping clean sheets and scoring goals and it so says they get the majority of the bonus points. So, yeah. you really but just if your player gets a hat
0: trick, point. then they're going to get 3 bonus points, They'll which is the maximum. highest amount you can in that exactly. game in that given game and within each game there are bonus points to, distributed between the three or sometimes more best players in that game. So there's 10 games a week. So there there's a bunch of extra points floating around there. So that's how the scoring works. Uh what about how we how the lineup works? Can you can you go over that?
1: Yeah, I mean, and like so, you know, how do
0: we pick players? How does that work?
1: Right, so basically it's a budget style game, so much different than like draft style games like you know fantasy n f l and what all that type of shit basically it's a salary cap, so you have everyone has make believe hundred million pound budget to work with. every player has a price that they start the season with, and prices can fluctuate little bits through the season. We'll get into that later, but basically, players have a price that's based on like. Their potential of scoring FPL points combined with their history of scoring FPL points, combined with the team they're on, basically, and like if they're likely to be a starter, like all of those kind of factors going. So you can imagine the highest priced players in the game. Are guaranteed starters on the best teams who score lots of goals and get lots of assists. Basically, yeah. And um,
0: the prices vary between like four million on the way low end to players who you probably wouldn't want on your team to be in your lineup. To the highest price player this year is Salah, who's twelve point five million. So it gives you a little frame of reference about how, how expensive the players are.
1: Right. Exactly. And so in terms of like building your squad and and how to how that works, it's you start 11 players every week but your full squad is 14 and 15, 15 and basically you the bench is weird i feel like in FPL it, it it's weird in the sense that it's also sort of different than most other fantasies where like in FPL normally the large 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 majority of your budget like something like 80% of your budget is on your starting 11 and you rarely ever sub sub in your bench guys. So you have one you start with one goalkeeper, anywhere from 3 to 5 defenders, anywhere from 2 to 5 midfielders and anywhere from 1 to 3 forwards. And the way that sets up is you set up a formation and you stick your players in you know within the 100 million pound budget. Sounds really confusing, but it's it visually it's a lot easier I think to just look at it, right? Yeah. So,
0: you know, you pick eleven you have eleven players in your lineup, you have four players, one of which is the backup goalkeeper on your bench. And, you know, if you're really just starting, you kinda of pick cheap guys on the bench, look around the names, put some expensive guys around town and figure out a formation, and that's kinda of how it goes.
1: Yeah. So you you yeah. don't have to worry too much as a again, as a beginner player, I don't think you worry too much about formation. You just try and Loosely spread your budget evenly. You know, you're not going to spend as much on goalkeeper and defenders as like your, your superstar midfielders and forwards, but loosely spread it around. You don't want any of those position groups to be just like absolute garbage. You want starters at every position and stuff like that, and spread it around and have cheap guys who maybe don't even play on your bench is, is sometimes fine. And, and that'll be like yeah. a pretty decent team.
0: Okay, so you pick your team, you have your 100 million spent.
1: Before that, just a key thing. When you pick your initial team, you can make unlimited changes for free before the first game of the season, which is... Friday. So an hour before the first match of the season on Friday, you can make unlimited changes to your team. So don't stress out too much about like your first build. The, part of the fun of the preseason is like messing around with different ideas and, and trying to come up with the best team.
0: Yeah, which is very important cuz I did not know that. My first season I had to wild card after game week 1 cuz I fucking created a mess of a team and I like it like didn't function.
1: Right, well, because so, transfers afterwards are not free. Yeah. So
0: the season starts and then what you do is you just get one free transfer a game week. And if you want to spend any one any more than one transfer in between the start and end of each game week, which is, you know, the games are on the weekend, so it's till the next weekend that's considered a game week. You lose four points for each transfer in excess of one you make. So if you think about how much is four points, like that's the same amount as if your forward scores a goal, you know, so that's just as a framework. So usually the more hits that are called hits, if you take a minus four or minus eight, if you make two or three transfers within game weeks is generally something you want to steer a little bit clear of. Um, it's usually hard to do well and be taking a lot of hits. So. That kind of as you learn kind of how to play and plan, you know, you kind of want to pick players who may have a good outlook of maybe easy fixtures or
1: they're just really
0: good that you want to keep in for between, you know, four and eight weeks at a time.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, I think again, just for beginner players, I would just say try and avoid taking hits as much as possible. Like hits in general are bad. And yes, some like, you know, Old veteran players might take hits, and and you might listen to like our podcast or any podcast, and the host may be taking hits. But you have to factor in like the years of experience, and you know the, there may be other reasons that you're not aware of, of, of for taking the hits. As a new player, you just don't ever really want to take a hit if that's possible. Yeah.
0: Um, so then, in terms of also overall scoring it's really you vers it's kind of like golf it's like you versus the field, and <laughs> yeah. you know you play against yourself it's very different than head to head fantasy leagues where you have you know you're in with buddies and each week you play and then the stats reset again. your points just accrue week on week for the thirty eight game weeks, and whoever has the most points of all the seven six million players at the end of the year just wins the league the whole fucking thing so That's like pretty much how it works in terms of the scoring. You can create mini leagues with friends, which are just like smaller leagues with maybe you and a few buddies. And then the game will automatically keep scoring, track you versus the people in your mini league. You can look in the settings to figure out how to do that. So that's fun if you want to put some money on it or whatever. So you could, you have that as an option. But generally, you know, you're just looking at your team, the, fixtures of your players like if they have good fixtures who's playing well who's scoring who's not injured and who's injured and you know you kind of tweak your team week to week to maximize the points each week
1: right and tweaking your tweaking your team week to week i guess we can sort of like transition to like managing your team week to week is you don't really want to be spending your one free transfer a week on those like high-priced superstar players, even if they don't score a goal for one or two weeks or something like that. and And it's frustrating and annoying, obviously, but you want to be spending transfers on the more fringy-type players in your team that... Are a little bit riskier of picks because you know that like Salah and Raheem Sterling, we call him Raz. Like they're gonna get points. They're on the two best teams in the league, and they're two of the best attackers in the league. Like their points will eventually come. You have to be a little bit more patient with those kind of guys. But you might have a midfielder that costs six point five or a forward that costs six or something like that on a bad team. And if there's someone else, it may be in a similar. Price range, who you're noticing is scoring every week or something like that, then that's the kind of player or that's the kind of spot on your team where you want to be spending a transfer.
0: Yeah. And one other thing we forgot to mention is there's something called captaincy in this game, which is you pick one player every week to be your captain and they get double their points. So if you pick Salah to be your captain in game week one, he's playing Norwich and he scores, say, 12 points, if you captain him, you get twenty-four. So you usually want to put it on you, you generally your more expensive players because they're usually better. And you look for which of your expensive players maybe has like the easiest fixture slash means they're playing the shittiest team in the league. So that's also just another wrinkle to the game that you know you can you can remember. So it's you know, in that light, it's not advantageous to just pick you know, all like maybe seven million players because the having a captaincy option typically are more the more expensive players. So you usually want to have about two players that are double digit
1: price in your team. Yeah. At the beginning. Yep. I think that's a good good advice. Um as for when to make transfers, I think again, you know, you might see other people making their moves at the beginning of the week or like you know, on a Sunday right after a game ends or something, for a beginner player, I would definitely advise don't make your moves until basically as late as possible. You want as much information throughout the week as possible. Oftentimes teams, usually the top teams, have other competitions they're participating in in midweek so you want those to go through you get the manager press conferences before every game week so all of the information you can get say about like an injury or something like that or who's starting the next week you want all of that before you make your transfer if possible but then there's also the matter of price changes you want to explain how that works
0: uh, yeah. So price changes is something that is inherent based if you think of sort of a stock market model. Um, because anyone in the game can own any player, it's kind of the game's way to regulate, you know, if they price someone too low and everyone's buying them, then the price goes up. So there's a site called fplstatistics.co.uk that kind of tracks it. And so if you have a player that starts off at $5 million and they do well the first week, do well the second week, and a lot of managers are buying them, then they will go up by .1 price, perhaps, in a given evening. And depending on your local time zone, the price changes happen at the same exact time, every 24 hours. And again, they're dependent on... Players buying or selling. Players can drop as well. Point one: if they do badly, and the managers are selling the player for someone else, so it's sort of a thing. So it it's very controversial within the FPL community of how much this matters, but it is a function of the game. Um, it makes it so that again, like if they price someone at five million, but they end up starting off really well. If they stayed at five million, it would be easy for everyone to get them. But if the price increases, then it just adds some more strategy to the game about and you know, making a little more hard for players to purchase a, that player later on and things like this. So it's something to monitor, but I, it's not something to really, I think, worry too much about. If you're yep. starting off, it's just like a kind of weird function of the game, and you'll get the hang of it as you go.
1: Yeah, I agree. The only way it would really affect a beginner player is if there's someone that you have in mind that you want. That you have like a you know direct same price transfer from, you know say you want to get rid of your six point five midfielder for this other six point five midfielder. Just be aware that that player that you're bringing in may go up in price, and then you might be priced out of it and have to make a different move. That's the only for a beginner. That's like the only time I would really think about it.
0: Yeah. Um, Are there any other like basic things, or should we? Get into some little tips or something. What do you? you Um, I guess the the
1: last, like, basic thing is, um, I mean, the chips, but mostly the wild card.
0: Yeah. So you get two wild cards each year. The wild card basically means when you play it for that week, you have to choose a week to play it. You can make unlimited transfers to your team and change as many of the fifteen players as you'd like. Uh, the first wild card you have to use before January 1st. So it's about, what is it, like 18 game weeks or so? 20, yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. But typically within the first, you know, eight weeks, pretty much most managers use the wild card. So it, you have that break glass kind of if you really set your team up weirdly, it's your first year, you don't really know what's happening, a couple game weeks go by, you start getting a little more obsessed with the game. You can wild card and you know look around different FPL content providers and, and see who's been doing well and, and you know kind of start over. Yep. So it's a really valuable chip. You get another one in the second half of the year from from January 1st till the end of the season to be played whenever you'd like and you know, it's just it's, a, it's another thing to think about but you know this is another another rule right anything else with that
1: yeah I mean there are other chips they don't really factor in they're, they're like fun to play mm-hmm. around with and you could you could maybe do really well with it and get a lot of extra points from it traditionally managers wait till towards the end of the season because of a thing called double game weeks which honestly you shouldn't even worry about right now because they don't yeah. happen till late in the season but basically they're just little week to week modifiers that you you can only use once you can only use each of them once and one only at a time to just try and get more points for a particular week yeah and i mean
0: we're going over things you know kind of just like for for the lay lay layman layman's yep. terms, but there is like a rules page on the FPL site that right. is very articulately details. Like the we mentioned the bonus point system earlier, like it shows you exactly how that works. So right, right, right. I would definitely recommend just you know browsing through that. But you know if you're a, an auditory learner and this might be a little bit better for you to digest, you know it's just kind of something been doing today i don't know what's really happening or how this is going what do you think
1: yeah i mean i think it's going fine i feel like we're like different people (laughs) we're we're speaking differently and and talking about stuff that we don't ever ever talk about not for years so it's interesting but yeah i mean i don't care about any of this right so i think that is roughly (laughs) the basics of fpl i think like if you're potentially interested or your friends might be interested or something like that, maybe they would listen and get into it or at least have the framework to be able to make a preliminary team and then see if they get into it or not. But what else should we talk about now that the, the basics are done?
0: I, don't know. I mean, I don't want to go into like players, but I mean, if there are more like, like, I mean, spend all your money, like, don't leave money right. in the bank. You don't get interest accrued on it. Like, just spend your money on your budget. Um.
1: I mean my biggest yeah, tip would be know. watch the matches. Like that's Yeah,
0: watch well I mean everyone gets hooked in a different way, right? Like there's
1: something for everyone. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. PL, for me personally, yeah, it could be watching the thrill yeah. is making a team and then watching my players play, but also part of the thrill like congruently with that is you get to watch other players play. So you're sort of like a scout and a cheerleader in every match that 's going on, because you usually yeah. have guys and you want things to happen, but you 're also like "Whoa, who 's that guy?" and you can maybe you know if you 're a nerd freak like we are, then you maybe start googling like, "Oh, this guy on this team like i I want this guy and start to you know get the get the feelings in your in your yeah. Balls.
0: Yeah, I mean it gives you a rooting interest in everything because because everyone who plays FPL, every player is available. Like if you don't own someone and you're watching a game and like a lot of people do, you want that player to just get a red card immediately. <laughs> yeah. So you have <laughs> go like, red these, card. Yeah, so it gives you a lot more like investment in the games which is fun and I mean to me it's also just like the ultimate puzzle because there's yeah. infinity combinations of How you build your team and the players you can buy, and everyone's available, unlike in draft leagues where you know if you don't have the first pick, you can't get you know the best player in the league. Like if we were doing a draft and you had the ninth pick, you're not going to be able to get like Salah or Raz. So you know having everyone available every week and you can just make so many different decisions. It's just it's just like a really challenging game, and it's I think it's. Really difficult in general. I mean, it's just hard to do well, and you have bad weeks a lot. So everyone, yeah, watching games is fun though, and all
1: this shit, I guess, yeah, yeah, difficult and yeah. fun and frustrating, but good. Yeah, hmm. um, I guess if we were gonna wrap things up, I would just say I like that you shout out the FPL statistics page for price changes. I would also shout out. Ben Dinery on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash ben d i n n e r y. He's sort of the injury guru. So you know, if you have a guy and he may or may be injured, he'll have like a flag next to him, a yellow or orange or red flag, and you, you might be able to figure out what's going on just by googling them or seeing on the FPL page. But oftentimes, it's like. Very shady, and we don't really have an idea. And Ben is kind of the guy that tries to pull as much information from as many places as possible, and uses like past data on injuries to figure out if a player is going to be available or how how long they're injured for, and stuff like that. Right,
0: we get, we get it, we get it. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was too Otherwise, much,
1: if I was a if I was a beginner, I would also. I mean, every website that covers English football is doing like their. Previews, season previews, team previews, all that shit. Now, and I would definitely just check those out. It might help to figure out like who's starting, which teams are supposed to be really good, which teams are supposed to suck, you know. And that would be yeah, and I mean Fantas-
0: fantasy football scout still is by far the best like articles. I mean, they just have highest volume. Some of them you just don't need to bother reading. Like they're doing some. Weird. They do weird shit to just sponsor and get money or whatever. But they put out like four or so articles a day. And if you're getting into the game, there's a very active discussion board. Which I mean, the quality is pretty low, but (laughs) it's just it might it might get you hooked a little bit more. It's just people talking about FPL. I mean, I guess Reddit. I don't. I've never really looked at Reddit, but there's yeah, like people talking about it, FPL on Reddit.
1: It's sort of whatever social media you prefer. It, for yeah, from for that perspective, like Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, whatever. There's yeah, an FPL community Twitter, on all of but, those. And Yeah. So you can you can get into it however you'd like. Right. And Fantasy Football Scout, like you said, just tons of articles, team news. They kind of have their predicted lineups, injury stuff. They have all that shit you need. So it's good.
0: Yeah, it's good. It's a good resource. They have a members, it's like 15 pounds or something. It's it's a good resource for stats if you get in that into it, you know. Yeah, that's maybe there. that's and, your
1: your hook. Yeah, and
0: I mean Pods, I mean I guess the only other pod I would recommend is FPL Surgery. I think is pretty yeah, good like and them. I guess Jen Yeah, they, I, I started listening to them and General's Pods pretty good. He's I mean that's a I think General's Pod would be good for
1: Yeah, I like yeah, the General's Pod. To, to I think that's to. the only one that I listen to, but um, those
0: two, I think, yeah, those two. Don't, don't listen to FMLFPL It's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> True. Don't listen with your kids in the car. That's that's what I would say.
0: No, they're just they're just a couple windbags. <laughs>
1: um, I think that's it.
0: Yeah, it's a good job by you. I don't know. Fucking don't don't give us feedback about this
1: pod. Just you know, it's don't fun. at me. Don't don't at me well, Yeah. Uh. Okay. Anything, anything else? Do, Should we get wanna, out of wanna,
0: here? I want to do a regular pod now. I'm like, this is well. Now we're like, like worked up, right? Me. Yeah, I'm like, fuck.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, we should shout ourselves. We've been doing preseason pods where we talk about every, basically every FPL relevant player in the game. We do it based on where how they're priced. So we started with the premium price players. The last pod we did was the mid priced players, and the next pod we're doing is the cheap players that you could fit in your team, you know, to to maybe enable some enable yourself to get another premium player or something like that. So yeah, I mean we shouldn't fucking not shout ourselves. Not gonna not go. You know? My my marketing was bad. Is that what you're telling me? Well we're shouting other pods. We might as well shout our own fucking pod.
0: Well if fucking person's listening to us right now then they know what we that we have a pod. I guess. I don't. This is just too confusing. It's too, too. It's too, too much right
1: now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's get out of here. Check us out at fmlfpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlpl. Support us at patreon slash Subscribe, rate, review, and cheers. Podcast Network.